Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. You can follow us on social media as well. I am at Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter. Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on the gram. And Rob, I was just uh, thinking, listening to our intro and wondering why you mentioned you went to an Ivy League school in the city. Instead of, you know, Southern Connecticut AT&T. Like, why did you mention there? I mean, I, it was good phone service there, though. <laughs> or a, A&T, whatever it's called. Uh, Southern Connecticut A&T Institute. I'm not embarrassed. In fact, Chris, uh, speaking of Southern Connecticut, and I'm very honored. The president of the university and one of his VPs will be in Los Angeles next week. And they asked to have lunch with me. Wow. Southern Connecticut is... Talking about honoring me in October at homecoming. I think that's pretty awesome. As what? Just, what do you just, mean as what? No, no. I'm just saying, oh. like, is it an award you would give? Yeah, or? like a distinguished uh, alumni award. Okay. Yes. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, so I'm having lunch with them here in L.A. And uh, Were you going that was to nice. beat Buffalo Wild Wings, no doubt. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, the, the, the university's paying, so I'm going to eat big. You know, we got to go for a steak All at right. lunchtime. Mastro's. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> well, enjoy that, man. Congratulations. Congra- and I didn't even know that. So No, you did not know. You know, I don't, I'm not. Rob did not pay me to bring to that, set up. that up. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. And, and <laughs> even though I am wearing a Columbia shirt today, if you're watching on YouTube, you know. Yes. See? Yes. <laughs> All right. We got Kerry Kittle's former Nets player. NBA veteran who played in two finals. He will join us at the bottom hour. Good, good to talk with him. Two finals, because, Rob, nobody as you watched. know, he was very high on the on the Nets. And um, well, we did talk to him last week about the trade. So uh, we'll see. We'll get to that with him again, though, and talk some Ben Simmons as well. But we're going to go to the NFL, Rob, because look, this is interesting, and we. I, you know, our guys just speculating, or people just talking. We don't know. But, Rob, there are a host of people in the media who don't believe that Tom Brady's retired. They simply don't. They He didn't – I don't believe he used the word retirement, so some of them are jumping on that. Then he went on Jim Gray's podcast or his own podcast with That's Jim Gray. his podcast, yeah, with yeah, Jim Gray. His own podcast the- with Jim Gray, and he said, you know, never say never. You know, he just – he did – opened the door about four or five times in that interview to possibly coming back. Mike Florio uh, of Pro Football Talk, Rob, he has said just himself, he said, look, just my opinion is that he's going to come back and play with the 49ers. He didn't say I've been told and, and sourced it and all that. It's not based on anything. It's just he has a gut. Yeah, and it, it, and it's pro- it may be based on conversations, but, you know, it's not enough for a report. And then uh, MMQB senior NFL reporter Albert Breer, who's got uh, good credibility, he says this, Rob, 
when he was asked if Tom Brady might come out of retirement and play for the Niners. Of course, Brady from the San Francisco Bay Area, about 16 miles from uh, San Francisco is where he grew up. That's his hometown team. That's the team he reportedly wanted to play that, with when he left New England. That's funny that Montana, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers grew up over there too, right? Did yep. he grew up in the Bay Area and yep. Tom Brady, and they're all uh, Montana fans. You know yep. what I mean? Like, yeah. They grew up watching him, no doubt. Um, so here's Breer's quote, Rob. In his column, he wrote this. I think there's a chance, yes. My sense is the reason that Brady has left the door open for a return is twofold. One, I don't think even he knows how he'll feel about a potential return six months from now. And two, that magic number 45 is in years of age, was never arbitrary. Getting there was a real goal of his. Remember, making the 12-month commitment to playing right now is not the same thing as saying yes to a team in August or September. So if the Niners came to him then looking to give a championship-caliber roster a shot in the arm, do I think he'd be tempted? I do. One last thing, Rob, before we get into it. The Hollywood Life, a reporter for Hollywood Life now, judge that how you want, he has said that he has talked to a person who's a Brady insider, he called him, who did mention the Niners as a potential destination for Brady and said this, when he mentioned never say never on a return, it is more than just words. Tom is going to monitor the NFL offseason with a fine-tooth comb because if the pieces fall in place, he'd be interested in returning. He'd be interested in joining a team who is close to winning a Super Bowl like the 49ers. So in the next few months, here, here's the money quote, Rob. So in the next few months, if more things will fall into place, it is something people should believe until about July. If he doesn't come back by then, July, then retirement may really stick. But there is without question a chance for him to return. So, Rob, your thoughts? If Tom Brady does this and goes back on his uh, word or whatever it was to, you know, retire or leave football, I think it will be the worst mistake Tom Brady can make. From this standpoint, he becomes a just a Super Bowl ring chaser. Now he's just, it's not good enough that he won in, in uh, New England and then that he went down with a team that was put together pretty well and then they added the other pieces to win a Super Bowl. Now he wants to go tag on to another team that's ready to win. That doesn't justify or tell you how great you are to be a ring or trophy chaser. Tom Brady, if you come back, you will diminish what you've accomplished. You will make people believe you're just a, a hoarder. You just want shiny things. You want people to go, look, he won another Super Bowl. I'm ready. unbelievable. Oh, my God. He went to San Francisco and they won. Guess what? San Francisco was in the NFC Championship, right? So if he does that, it ain't about Tom Brady. He's just the uh, ointment. He's just the added uh, flour that they added to the cake. The cake is baking. Or he's the frosting. Stop it, Tom. 
you will make people look at you in a different way. Accept what you just did. You won in New England. You wanted to prove that you could win without him. Everybody will accept that. Now to step aside and then run and try to attach yourself and be a leech to another good team to try to win a championship is disgraceful, is downright dumb, and it will take away from all that you've done. Don't be that guy. Enough already. How many rings do you want? Do you got to be that greedy? Let other people get involved. Let other quarterbacks have an opportunity. My God. I couldn't disagree more. Nice try, though. <laughs> nice try, really. Here, here's, Rob, why I, I can't buy what you're selling. Because Tom Brady, when he took over in New England, weren't a good team. They, they had been 5-11 and 11 the year before. They had started 0-2. The coach at that time was just a guy who failed in Cleveland and it was looking like he was going to fail in New England. And Tom Brady takes over as a starter. The rest is history. Immediately it changed. Then Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay. Yeah, they had some talent, but they were 7-9 and nine the year before he got there. He goes there. Good coach, solid coach. Not, you know, not anything historically great in Bruce Arians, but good coach. Goes there. First year, they win the Super Bowl. And then here's the thing with the Niners, and you're right in that they are a good team, and, you know, he's not going to Carolina Panthers and turning them around immediately. However, it's still not easy. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has had a great team the last three years, and they haven't been able to get over the hump. So just being on, you know, going to a good team, if Rodgers ends up leaving Green Bay, he'll be with, we assume he may go to Denver or Pittsburgh, that, that, that's not going to be a slight on his record if he leads one of them to a Super Bowl because they were a good team. So I I don't think that Brady going to a team that's close, that's on the cusp, will diminish him. In fact, I do think, Rob, it would just add to his legacy. Now, if he went, I, I don't think he can really do anything to take away from his legacy because it, it, let's say worst case scenario, he goes to the Niners he struggles. He looks old. He looks every bit of 45 years old and it's clearly over and they don't make the playoffs or if they do, they get bounced unceremoniously in the first round. Is that really going to diminish him? I don't think so. It didn't diminish Michael Jordan in Washington with the Wizards. So I, I don't think that diminishes him. But if he goes there, Rob, and they win the Super Bowl, and you, you're, it's a good team. There's no doubt. It's a good team. It's right there. I just think it will add to his legend. And people be and he'll be the first quarterback ever to win a Super Bowl with three teams. First quarterback to do it with the, you know, three different coaches on three different franchises. Like, I, I definitely don't think, Rob, it would take away from his legacy. You even were sounded like even if he wins, you think it diminishes his legacy. I, I just don't think it it registers the same or feels the same because now you know what his gig is. And the jig is up. Tom Brady is just a hoarder. He just wants shiny things. Who wouldn't he be? He doesn't with care rings, though, right? what he has to do to do it. He just he'll jump on any bandwagon that he can, and he becomes. It just diminishes you a little bit. It just means 
you're looking, you're, 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 you're trying to, uh, let me figure out what's my easiest path. Let me see where I can go. What about not, he just wants to play you, for the you hometown go, If Tom team. Brady goes to the Panthers or goes to some other team and takes that team to the Super Bowl, Chris, then I'm going to reevaluate but Rob, what, what went on. But Rob, he just did it. No, I'm t- no, Tampa With Bay, Tampa they Bay. had a quarterback who had 30 interceptions that changed they were seven the, the and dynamics nine. of, of There's what There's no getting on. around that. They I, were 7-9. and nine. I'm just saying, if, if you, you went to a act team. act like that was a great team. They if were you seven went to nine. a team, a bad team, and you turn that around, and you go to Jacksonville or somewhere and win a Super Bowl, then maybe I'll make, make it about you. You I won't, because Tom, Bra- Tom, <laughs> is, is, Tom Brady has a sickness. He needs oh, to see a gosh. doctor. It's this just is, a sickness. This what, is getting what embarrassing. Is it? Can you go away already? Go play with your kids. Go hang out with your wife. Do what other 44-year-old men are doing. Rob. Nobody's you know what playing other, football. You know what other Stop 44-year-old it. men My are doing? God. You know what other 44-year-old men are doing? Working. And this is his job. Just because the rest of us don't have jobs playing football doesn't mean we're working. We're doing what we do for a living. So if Tom Brady went back and played football, it would be he's working like the rest of us 44-year-old men. I wish we were 44 still, right? But that I feel is like the I'm situation. 44. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I mean, and and come on, don't give me that. I'll I'll reevaluate. You won't. He already did it. All right, Tampa Bay was 7 and 9, hadn't made the playoffs in more than a decade. He turns them around, you give him no love, which is your choice. But don't tell me if he went to – he could he, he could go to a freaking CFL team that becomes an expansion franchise in the NFL, lead him to the Super Bowl, and you wouldn't give him props. So I would love to see it. Like I said, I'm all for storylines. I'm all for drama when it comes to this business. Makes it easier and better and more fun for us. So I'd love to see him come back. We'll see if he does. But what say you? 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Would you like to see Tom Brady play for the San Francisco 49ers next year? And do you think that might, as Rob suggested, win or lose, that that would diminish his legacy? Or like me, I think it would enhance it. Your turn to weigh in with the iCouple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. It is the I Couple Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and we're brought to you by AutoZone. They've got the free services you need to help you get back on the road with their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationally, AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Getting the zone, AutoZone. Carry Kittles in about eight, nine minutes. But first is you, 877-99 on Fox. 
Your turn to weigh in. Would you like to see Tom Brady don the red and gold of the San Francisco 49ers, the team he grew up rooting for in the Bay Area? Your turn to weigh in. All right, let's kick it off. As usual, my phone is a little slow. Okay, here we go. When are you gonna get rid of that Motorola? No, this man? is a good. This is a good phone. All right. Did you get a new one yet? The good Shit, phone no. that was malfunctioning a week ago. Yeah. So uh, no, same phone. You got a new Jake one in Iowa. Oh, same. Phone. You're on the Eye Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jake? Hey, what up, fellas? Rob, you couldn't be more right about this as a what? 49er fan for Thank 40 you. years of my life. All right. I would rather run it back. With Jimmy, and this is knowing that they can't go this year like they did Harbaugh and not cash in on the Super Bowl, then bring Tom Brady in because the reason the 49ers lost that Super Bowl in 19 and lost the FC Championship is because their defense blew a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, 10-plus, in both those instances. And they're going to fix that secondary, and Tommy will get all the credit. Oh, yes. look at Tom. Wow, Jake, I am shocked. Jimmy did. Yep. I am and shocked. The better story, the better story would be for Aaron Rodgers because the 49ers have single-handedly stumped his career, ruined his legacy by knocking him out of the playoffs four times. Come to San Francisco for the next three years. Probably win Kevin two of the Durant. next three Super Bowls. Right. That's basically that would be doing the Kevin Durant. Hey, Jake, that would be something, wouldn't it? Come it really on, Jake. I, that Jake, was a horrible take. I love your take. take. Jake. My God, horrible thank you, take. Jake. Look, and Rob, you know I like Jimmy G. I mean, he's solid. He is. He's a winner. But Jimmy G, if they had a better quarterback, an elite quarterback on Brady's level, they might have won the Super Bowl this year. You know Christian, that. Christian, in Utah, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Rob Christian? doesn't say anything, that means I'm right. No, it doesn't. Oh, I'm jumping on Jake's train. Rob is 100% right. Thank you, Christian. Chris, I want you to bow down to Rob Parker right now because it is time for Trey Lance to take over the San Francisco Oh, really? Did you, have you seen the news attack. lately that they're thinking he about keeping Garoppolo? He hand the ball off in Kyle Shanahan's offense like nobody has ever known. They're going to run the ball 75% of the snaps. Trey Lance, injured or not, will lead the Niners back to the NFC Championship and he will make it to the Super Bowl. Bow oh down God. right now to Rob Parker. There you go, Please. Christian. My First God, of what all, a, Rob, what will you great... stop texting your friends no, what a... and having them call in? Rob G, man the phones. For real. Stop, Chris is stop always, having Rob's That's always Chris's excuse when he gets pummeled on the air by the odd, odd couple <laughs> listeners who aren't buying into his chicanery. I, I am shocked. All right. Let, let's see if I can go for the hat trick. Absolutely shot. Bill in Virginia Beach, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Chris is trying to size him up. What's he going to say? Hey, hey, Bill, what's up? Rob, Chris, how you doing? doing what great. up, Bill? First, first time, long time, love your show. Okay. I am 100% I am one hundred percent in Chris's corner here. My man. What? Uh, yes. My when man. I heard you guys talking, when I heard you guys talking, I thought of Phil Jackson because he left the Bulls. Went to the Lakers, and they're like, oh, anybody could win with the Lakers. No, he put them over the top. And, right. that, you know, Brady is going to be like the Phil Jackson of football, man. We'll go to another well, team and put them over the top. But here's the thing, Bill. Brady's done it. Like, that's a great comparison because obviously Phil Jackson's phenomenal. But 
Phil Jackson also always has Shaq and Kobe, Jordan and Pippen. Brady, you know, didn't he he he's he's going to build teams up that weren't as close. At least Tampa Bay wasn't that close. So, but I'm glad uh, Bill finally brought some knowledge to the calls. Good good call, Bill. Bill, don't call back. I know this was your first call. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hang up your radio, Daryl, Daryl, Daryl in Austin. Texas, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Daryl? Hey, what up, guys? How you doing, man? Doing good. <laughs> good, brother. Man, I, lo- I can't. I can't wait to this time of day to listen to you guys, man. Man, appreciate uh, thank it. Thank you, man. Yes. Hey, Rob. You know, I you know I love you like a brother, but uh, I gotta agree with Chris on this because Tom Brady. I mean, to him to want to play football again, it has nothing to do with a ring. It's he loves the competitiveness. He's addicted to it. It's the Super Bowl is one game. It's all about the journey to get there. Well, Daryl, then he could go to a bad team then if he just wants to play football. He wouldn't waste his time playing for Jacksonville or, or, or the Panthers or the New York Jetropolitans. He wouldn't go there. Come on, Daryl. You're no, better than like, that. He's like LeBron. He's like LeBron. He can go to where he wants to go to. No, but he wouldn't go to a bad team. You said it's just about the competition yeah, I, and playing. It ain't about that, Chris. Now, I ain't buying that. I think that. both of you are right. I mean, I, I do, Rob. Can you pick I do a side? Think, no, no. But my point is I do think Brady wants, you know, he wants the competition, the journey and all that. But you're right in that, yeah, he wants to do it with a team that has a chance to win the Super Bowl. He don't want just the journey and the competition for 16, 17 games. And and you know what I'm saying? He wants to be with a team. And I don't blame him. I mean, he's got every right at this point in his career with all these accomplishments, just like a LeBron does or something like that. So um, that's what I would say. And that's the difference, Rob, between him and Jordan. Remember when Jordan came back to the Wizards? I mean, that team, even if they would have been good, you knew they weren't a championship team. Right. It wasn't but Jordan like, but- just wanted to play. But he but wanted to he play, and, to the and, and if you remember, Chris, Abe Poland offered him some other stuff, like he was going to be the executive. And, well, remember, right? he was the president. They fired well, he was an him. owner and the president, and then he he put that aside to play, and then when he came back thinking, okay, I'm going to be reinstated, they, they fired, fired him. him. It was bad. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't I remember the video of him driving away from the uh, arena. Like it Abe wasn't Poland a good fired look, man. You know, because yeah, he had was, a lot of his was... cronies in the front office. You remember the whole story? Yeah, and, and you know, we both covered that last year in Washington. It, it, was, was bad. it wasn't good. And, Rob, I guess you know what that is, really? It is a testament to how, you know, a lot of times we talk about, oh, if he stays or if he goes here or whatever, not just Brady or who, it could be whoever, they could hurt their legacy. That Jordan's years in Washington, now he played well individually, but obviously there wasn't team success. And, Rob, we the players really didn't like him. No. Guys that grew up idolizing him. Yeah, they, they really weren't feeling him at all. Story. And that didn't dim- diminish his legacy at all. I remember a story you know? about them voting whether or not to give him a retirement present or birthday present. Yeah, they, they voted against it. That's how it was they bad. <laughs> and it was, you know, he had Oakley there with him, and it was right. him and Oak and Doug Collins, and then all everybody else was against those three. It was bad. But uh, like I said, maybe it shows nothing can ruin a great legacy. All right, Kerry Kittles is next, but first. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Oh, I was waiting for my man's theme music. Uh, my bad, Carrie. It, it'll be here shortly. But our next guest, of course, a former NBA veteran, played in two NBA finals with the New Jersey Nets at that time. Now a Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst. Dabbles in TV, too. I see him on there. Our man, Carrie Kittles. What's up, Carrie? What's up, Carrie? What's going on, guys? How y'all doing? doing we great. are good, man. I'm now, doing look, great, I, too, man. Fantastic. I, all right. Well, let's let's get to the Nets. Here we go. And I, I got some questions about Ben Simmons. Ooh. Now, he's not playing. And I think physic. well, let, let me put it this way. If it's if he's not playing, like, I don't understand why he wouldn't play, be playing for physical reasons, right? Because there was no physical injury. So he should be ready to go right away physically. And then if he's not playing for mental reasons, that is would be worrisome because that's the same thing that was bothering him in Philadelphia, and that would mean it hasn't changed that much now that he's in Brooklyn. So what is your take on why he's not playing, and is it is it a little reason for concern that he's you know didn't come back like ready to go right away? Yeah, definitely, most definitely. I, I, I'm concerned. Uh, my antennas are up. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not an alarmist, but listen, man, he's 25 years old. He hasn't played since June. No injuries, as you mentioned. Um, what is there? Okay, fine. He's not in basketball shape. That's, that's expected. But you can go out there and give us 15 minutes, right? Maybe right. 20 minutes if you're, if you're out of basketball shape at 25 years old. So what is there? I don't know. Um, but hopefully he's in there within the next week for sure. Because it was Steve Nash said that, that KD was coming back before him. So that leads me to right. believe that he's even further away from returning to the court. And um, it's definitely worrisome. What What's the uh, mood with the Nets? I mean, uh, you know, the uh, COVID, uh, COVID uh, cases have uh, plummeted all over the country. And New York is going to... Uh, eventually, uh, pretty soon, maybe in March, uh, lift the restriction, vaccination restriction. What are, what's the mood around the Nets that uh, Kyrie could be back full-time in a couple of weeks? Man, they are super optimistic overall since the trade, to be honest with you. I think, you know, everyone's told me the mood has shifted in the locker room uh, from there being a lot of angst and and questions and uncertainty to now having a stable core group of guys who they believe is going to be able to get it done at some point. But, yeah, the mood is fine. And I think, as you said before, like, with, the, with the vaccine status changing in New York City in the, in the very near future and Kyrie playing in home games, you know, hopefully they can get somewhere between 15 to 20 games. Maybe 20 is a stretch, but they can get 15 games. Is that enough to come out the East? When you have an emerging Heat team, you have the Bulls emerging. You got obviously you got Giannis and the Bucks, and you got Embiid. And so in Boston, so can they come out the East with only 15 games together? I mean, wow! I don't know if they can. Have, that's not enough time, in my opinion. But it will be interesting to see because they are super talented, and they have shooters now around Kyrie and KD. Right. So. I like their chances. How about uh, – go ahead, Chris. Cause no, I go ahead, Rob. No, I was go just going to ask you. We were talking about that. Uh, Joe Harris has been MIA basically all year uh, with his injury. What's the story with him, Joe Harris? Yeah, it, it's, it's indefinite return. You know, it's some setbacks. It's really all they've given us. It's just saying that there's been setbacks with – I mean, he was the best percentage three-point shooter in the league last year. If he, if he made a couple of baskets last year, Kerry, they would have beat Milwaukee. He couldn't make a <laughs> shot. No question. That's Am no I right? Question. He went ice cold in the postseason. So we <laughs> – yeah, but we have Patty Mills. 
who I think will make clutch baskets for us. And, and Seth, um, Seth yeah. Curry, too. Can right. shoot it. That's and a good Seth Curry, what do you think? I don't know if you've talked to any of the coaching staff or anything, and you know it, or you just it's, it's your opinion. But what do you think would be the best way for them to use Ben Simmons on the offensive end? Dunker spot or what? No, I mean he's gonna be he's gonna be explosive uh, in the open court. So we, I, I would think the Nets are gonna really try to get his his cardio up and down the court so he can push the pace. With the dribble and with the pass, and then and then in the half court set, he's got to play off the ball. We, we don't we don't really need him to have the ball in his hands. He'll run some ball screens. He'll do some dribble drive moves, but his 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 primary thing is going to be cutting and slashing off the ball, similar to what Bruce Brown does when he doesn't have the ball. What does okay. he do? He's not spotting up behind a three point line, right? He's slashing off the ball. He's offensive rebound. He's getting in there. He's using his size against little guys and switch situations. Switch situations. So. I see Ben Simmons being effective around the basket. Is what he's is what his strength is, and if he can make an occasional shot, great. If not, no worries. We're fine, and we have enough scores. Right now, I agree. I, I like him, you know, near the basket, and he couldn't really be near the basket a lot in Philly because you had Embiid. But with the Nets, theoretically, he should be able to be there because if they put him on the perimeter, you know, obviously they're not going to guard him. They're going to back up and, and cover up cover the court. But yes. what do you think about Danny Green said he don't think he's going to play in Philadelphia. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope Danny's wrong. But I do agree with Danny. Like, it's hard for me to see Ben going to Philadelphia March 10th for that game. But, Kerry, well, I gotta, say this. He's going to have to go to get, right, You might make the, meet them in the playoffs. So better yeah. to get rid of get he's, it he's done play in, in March game, than Chris. May. Chris, he's got to play in that game. He's got to play in that game on March 10th, whether he likes it or not, whether it was limited minutes or not. He's got to go out there and deal with that pressure as a young player. And it's going to be fire fans. You know, it's going to be rowdy. Oh, the yeah. Bulls are going to be crazy. But you know what? Go get out the way now. Get used to it. Get, get, that, get that feeling in your body. Because if you have to go back there a few weeks later in the playoffs, a month later, you want to be able to have that memory, short-term memory of like, okay, I had success here. I stared you in the right. face when you were booing and you were, you, know, you were saying things at me. And, you know, you was like rowdy. Okay, fine. I did that. I had some success. Now let's go and help the Nets win that playoff series. But you don't want to walk into the playoffs in Philadelphia with – Hadn't hadn't seen that crowd turn against you, and it'd be the first time you experienced that. Right, believe me, right. I, I, get it out of the way because it's it's gonna happen. I I don't like you can't put you you gotta play Philadelphia. Just go here, take your lumps, and then forget about it. I agree. I I, I so agree with you, and and I think. I think that's going to be the maturity and the growth that this young man's going to have to make moving forward in his career. You know, particularly that that's going to be one right area for his growth and then also shooting the ball. Can you eventually be able to make a three? I mean, listen, Jason Kidd came in the league not being able right. to shoot, but he took threes. He took threes even early on in his career, and guess what? He developed that shot over the course of his career, and he was fine later on in his career when he was on winning teams and he was trying he was trying to win titles, and he eventually won a title with the Mavericks. So if J.K. could do it as a non-shooter, so can Ben Simmons. No, and now he's with Steve right. Nash. He's with Kyle Korver. You know what I mean? Like, yep. if you can't learn how to shoot around them dudes, it's never going to happen. 
Nah, you're right. Look, he's in a great situation, and he's just got to take advantage of it. All right, that's our man, Kerry Kittles. Kerry, great thank stuff you, buddy. as always, brother. Thank I you. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. All right. Yep. We're going to stick on Ben Simmons in this trip to Philadelphia. Rob, it's next week. Will he be ready? That's next. I, Couple Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's The Odd Couple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And real credit card questions require real people, folks that understand your issues and work with you to resolve them. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives who are available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, uh, Rob, you gave credit earlier in the show to Bill Plaschke of the LA Times for writing a column saying that Lakers should trade LeBron James. I'm going to give credit to Danny Green for going on a podcast, his own podcast, former teammate of Ben Simmons green of course is uh with the Sixers and his podcast is called inside the green room and he kept it real Rob he could have easily sugarcoated it uh avoided it altogether, said what was politically correct but he came out and said he doesn't think Ben Simmons is going to be able to play in that game in Philly. Here he is. Now, will we shake hands to start? Probably not. First, I'd be highly surprised if he even plays in that game. I don't know where his health is mentally, physically. I know he had other issues, and I don't. we all know that he does not like to play in Philly. So if he does play in that game, I'd be highly surprised. Yeah, and and Rob, I I hope Danny's wrong. Because I would love to see Ben Simmons. I'd love to see Ben Simmons out there Monday. I think they play Monday as well. They got a few games before the 10th. Um, the sooner the better for Ben Simmons to get out on the court. But I, I, I kind of agree with Danny, Rob. I, I would be surprised, too, to see Ben Simmons out there. Well, maybe somebody can get to him and just say, just, you, you got to get it over with. You just got to get it over with. Seriously. You're like, right. It's not, it's I, I not totally the end agree. of the world, Chris. So many great players have been booed off. Like, like, it's just a part of it. Whenever, you but know, you like, know that's not it. No, I know. The, but I'm he just, he's afraid. I think, afraid and it's of not what? just I don't feel like being booed. But I I, I hear you. Afraid of what? But afraid what, of what? Isn't that what we've afraid been saying? Afraid of making afraid of making uh, twenty eight million dollars and playing basketball. But Rob, that's what we've been saying virtually his whole career. Even when he was at his best, we were saying, why didn't he shoot? Seems like it's a fear of failure or something. And then last year in the playoffs, why would he pass up a layup? Afraid. Why? And then he couldn't come back and play at all this year. Couldn't even go to the games in Philadelphia. Fear, like it, None of it really makes sense. To me, it just sounds like he's not mature because there's nothing to be afraid of. Afraid of, you know what? It's so funny you say this. I remember a line that Lou Pinella, when he was manager of the Reds, Chris, and somebody brought something up about guys being afraid to, you know, like, like fearful of not getting hits or something. It was about that. Fear of failure or something. You know, yeah, fear of failure, a fear of, a fear of failure. And Lou said, and I'll never forget it, he said fear or, you know, like he said fear would be 
I got three kids and I can't feed them. You know, like like the, you're, you're playing a game. You're being paid handsomely. Like, what is there to be afraid of other than, okay, put some earplugs in, let them have, at some point, the booing will stop. It just will. Well, you, Rob, you're right. Everything you're saying is spot on. But what is it then? What is it? Uh, some people don't have the same. I don't, I don't, I don't, I hate to say, I don't want to say it, but everybody doesn't have the same makeup, Chris. It's just, you know, that everybody, everybody doesn't have the same makeup, you know, and, and, and and some people can't handle those things. If, if I, if I worried about what people said about me for the last 36 years, Chris, I would have been done a long time ago in this business. You know that a long time ago. Well, look, we, we've said it. Rob, we said it several times. If you're going to be in a public job, yeah. not just as an athlete, could be a politician, entertainer, broadcaster. We, we talked about Trump and, and Biden. Yes. They get ripped every day. Yeah. Every day. You have got, and, and, and like you said, maybe some people aren't built for that. And I, I would think Ben Simmons to be an athlete, it's not just about your physical gifts. That's a big part of it, of course. But you also have to have a mental makeup to, you know, go out there and take it, Rob. It's just a part of the game. You know, you're in, you're in the public and people are going to be critical of you. I hope he can get over it because he's a really good, you know, he's he's got great talent. I mean, Rob, remember when... As good as he's been in the NBA, to me, he hasn't even touched on his potential, Rob. Remember how good he was at LSU? Yep. I mean, he was awesome. Now, granted, they didn't win a lot, and he didn't even get them into the tournament. But individually, he looked terrific. And he is holding himself back so much. And it's not just these past this past year or so. It goes all the way back to every season he's played in the NBA where he wouldn't shoot the jump shot. Like, even though he was playing at an all-star level in some of those years, can you imagine if he would just shoot jumpers? But, but, like go, Harry, look, but you, go look, you on, go look on Instagram, Kidd, Chris. Go look on Instagram. And he's like, he, he eats up world. the clutch accounting department in those lunchtime runs. I mean, what whoever he's playing against. Right. And that's why you know it's a mental block. But you got to get over it. And the way to get over it, I think, is just to run into the wall, right? And just do it. And don't worry about failing. That's one thing I give Russell Westbrook. He might shoot it off the side of the backboard, but he's going to keep shooting. Lock it! 